I've got a rod that I'm gonna flog. Oh. episode of the Fellowship of the Tabletop. We are a live play 5e podcast. That's the first time I've mentioned that. Well done. In about five episodes. So if you got to this point, you still don't quite know that's what, what we're playing. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. Well, I'm the DM. Thank you very much for joining us for this eighth session. We've got a table to introduce ourselves. So first we have Ian, who plays Drago. Hi, Ian. Hi. We've got Danny, who's playing Claude. Hi, Hello. Danny. We let him back. <laughs> <laughs> We've also got Will, who's playing Elthea. Yes, Elf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we have Callum who's playing Shadar. Greetings, adventurers. What's good is because Darren unfortunately is not with us. Normally Again. Darren and Robin confuse. And they are kind of synonymous with each other and I call him Robin and call the character Darren sometimes. So it's, it's good. It saves me looking like a prick actually having that. That's, him that's, yeah, that's an amazing, amazing thing. thing. Having him not there actually is a really good thing. I think our listeners miss it though. For my ego. Really? Well, Miss Darren? No, no, they miss you messing up. Messing up, up. why? Well, I mess up on plenty of other things, like DMing in general. So, so we don't know, we it's seamless, it's seamless. All seamless. the things going wrong, but you're like a swan, graceful above water. And screaming below. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in Mark We Trust. That would be the t-shirt I'd have for you. That way, well, you know, if, that, if someone ever made that and sent it to me, that would be, you know, fine. <laughs> right, so, uh, last we left off, we had just managed to kill off Erica, what, destroy Erica the lunatic in Fallholt. We then also <laughs> lost Robin, who disappeared he was exploring some of the books. He has we haven't lost him. We haven't lost him. We still got him. He's, he's with us. He's in the book. Uh, he's in this big black tome now that Drago carries at his pouch side. Um, we found Shadar as well. Welcome back, Callum, again. We found Shadar lying on, on this table. Um, some experiments maybe done to him. Who knows? As the party kind of finally managed to break down the door, they came across a mirror which told them some like, relatively interesting information, I think, or useless information, if you look at it like that, uh, to Elthea. We managed to move back to the boat to find Halia there at point by our new character that plays Claude. A conversation issue where we try to find out who's what, what's where, who's doing what. Claude needed to kill Erekas. Erekas is dead but we have no proof. Then Elfa gave him a head that was a fake head so we knew and it's all very much smoke and mirrors, smoke and daggers, lots of lies, lots of deceit. No one's really sure what's going on but Claude then collapsed to the floor with hunger and exhaustion. We fed him, we tried to prove to him that Erekas had disappeared. He seemed rather happy at that fact. We're not happy, but seem to accept the fact that he was was here and now he's no longer here and is probably still alive if we haven't got his head. We left off with our party, bundling onto Halia's small kind of sea-skimming boat and took off over the ocean. As the island of Forholt kind of falls off behind you um, into the distance, you see just nothing but the ocean in front of you. The sea seems relatively choppy, but relatively calm for now. The sun is probably medium low, so probably about four o'clock in the afternoon, so you've still got a decent amount of sunlight to uh, to go. Haley did warn you this would be quite a long and arduous journey. Uh, there's no room for really sleeping much. The space Drago, if you remember, that you managed to catch a bit of kipping, is taken up by other people. She had to dismantle that part of the boat to make more room for the others. So this is going to be an uncomfortable journey. Uh, as I mentioned last episode, we're going to run this as a skill challenge. We're going to run it three failures to five successes. So the way it works is I'll set a DC and you can use any skill you're proficient in to in some way or another help the journey along. So in any way you can. So for example, you might use something like, I'm picking something really off kilter here, history. 
You could use it maybe say, I remember cloud patterns and storm locations from an old book I wrote many years ago. Does that work? And see if that can help adjust the journey. So you're trying to use your skill in some way that you're proficient in to try and help aid the journey in some way, okay? Um, we'll go in a form of initiative order. I won't include Tyler or Helio in this. It's just the four of you going for it. So if you could all roll for just an order. Or initiative order. or... Yeah, give it to me as initiative. So include any initiative bonuses you would okay. would have. Uh, 28. Fuck off, Elf. Whoa, a plus, plus nine to my yeah, initiative rolls. Yeah, you're always dead. Die <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> first, damn it. <laughs> struck first. I get my hits in. I'm going to fall over. Yeah, 15 to 20. 18. 8. It's fucking hell, Shade on. So how have been an initiative one? Well, actually, no, there's one time he was high on the boat because I wrote it down. <laughs> top of the round, Shadar, and I literally wrote that down because it, was it never happened. Never before. does happen. 10 plus? 5 plus? 7. 7 for Claude. You're an E, aren't you, Claude? Mm, with an E. So you uh, and then Drago, I guess. Five. Oh, I have God. advantage on initiative. I rolled two twos. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. You poor yeah. Thing. And so, in this order, three failures to five successes. I'm not going to tell you what the failures do until after we figure it out. But imagine we're on this journey and we do hit not a massive storm, but it's stormy weather. It's open water. So these waves are quite, not waves, but they're big kind of swells Swell. in the ocean. You're trying to hit them right and Haley is doing a great job of now, kind of navigating. You're aware that she's swearing a lot because this isn't the type of cargo she's used to carrying. This boat was designed to be light and skinny, but um, now it's actually slow and heavy and it's taking much longer to turn and to move this thing. So she's struggling a little bit. We'll go in initiative order. Again, you've got to be proficient in the skill. You can only use the skill once as a character, but for example, Elthir, if you're proficient in survival and you can use survival, and then Shadar, if say for example you were proficient in survival, you can again use it, but obviously doing something different yeah, than the yeah. same thing that's been previously used, okay? So, starting off, Elthir, what would you like to do? Or try to do? What's happening? Could you tell me what's happening for us to actually go on? So this is just considering the entire journey throughout. So the boat's kind of rocking slightly. It's an uncomfortable journey. She's trying to straighten up to hit these swells at the right time. Okay. Um, but sometimes it's catching a little awkward. And there's moments where you feel the strain on one of these arms on the boat creak ever so slightly. Okay. It leans over with the weight. Um, the boat's getting bits of water in it as well. But okay. I'd probably ask Haley to tell me uh, what ropes to be helping her with, and then I'd probably use sleight of hand to be trying to make sure that the ropes are, are, are loosened or tightened as and when she wants them. Okay, yep. Can you roll for that, please? 16, okay, sleight of hand. That is a successful pass on that. So you mentioned to Halia, what, what can I do to help? She said, down there, grab the rope just to the right there and pull it tight, pull it really tight when I loosen this one uh, and then tie it off and she goes to the other one now and she lets one go, the boom arm swings round over the top of everyone's head swinging round and just that moment you take the slack of it and tie it into a really quick knot and she looks over and gives you a thumbs up as that seems to work it's the first one down, that's our first success Elfir, uh, sorry, you've gone, Shadar, what would you like to do? Using athletics basically Shadar will be on standby should anything inherently go wrong that requires a quick reaction a quick jump, a quick grab or something like that, as if something were to break and then go overboard or something like that. He would basically be prepared, set, ready to try and seize it from happening. Okay, lovely. I'll go for that. Here, give us a roll, please. What'd you roll? Seven. Seven, unfortunately, that is a failure. Yes, so it is including my boost per bonus. 
so as you as you um kind of prepare yourself, you're holding on. You grab a hold of one rope in one hand, just in case you're looking at both sides of the boat, just in case you see maybe Talia looking a bit ropey at one point, looking a bit ropey, looking a bit unwell, not really holding on to anything. As the boom arm swings round, that elf is just activated. It ca catches her on the head. You don't manage to grab her in time to dive over her in time to stop it from hitting her. Um, she's out cold, but she's lying down in the boat um, next to you. You can also obviously kind of look after and tend to her in that way, but she's now out for the count. God damn it, Shader. I know. Claude, we're in this situation. You've been here before. You've been on the opposite way of this kind of journey before. Um, what would you like to... Obviously, I'm rolling with disadvantage because I've got a point of exhaustion. You have got a point of exhaustion, yeah. So I'm going to use an athletics skill okay. to see if I can help either by pulling in ropes at certain things as well, so maybe the opposite of what Elthir is doing, or if there's oars, take like an oar in each hand and try and do like some mega muscle based. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'll go with the oar one, that, okay. that works out for me, yeah, go for that. 12. Okay, so you do manage, you look down to the side, you see uh, it's two small oars that obviously are used for kind of light paddling when there's no wind, slip them into place and start trying to paddle hard. Haley looks around, kind of nods at you as you're doing that, yep. Yeah. Keep us on this path, she says to you over the, over, the, over the swells as you catch it over. And as you go for one big stroke, the boat just kind of lurches off to the side and one paddle just whoosh, falls out into the ocean. Oh, Very reminiscent <laughs> of the last time When you lose a paddle, oh, it just no. almost harpoons you deep into the I'll ocean. I use my hand now. <laughs> Back to using a hand. Okay, so unfortunately that is a failure. That is another failure there. Drago is going to grab. Uh, does the boat have a rudder? Uh, yes, it does. Yeah. Drago is going to use his strength, grab the rudder, and try and help steer the ship in the path that Haley needs. Yep, I'll accept that. Go for it. How is a twenty-three? That is a success. Perfect. You manage to take the manage to grab a hold of this, and at the moment it's just kind of off to the side, and the boat is kind of swinging around in an awkward circle. You manage to drag it back into position, and Haley, still, you're still looking at the course that she shouted to uh, Claude, "Keep on this course!" And you do hold it in there. She tries to tend to one of the ship, one of the uh, smaller sails that seems to have a rip in it. She's kind of just binding it in with rope to tie it in, just a crude knot, just to hold it in place. So it's actually causing some. And I'd like to shout out, "See, Claude, this is how you do things correctly." Elthir, back to you, what would you like to use? I'm going to use acrobatics, I assume there's like a, a sail or something like that, or going up to the mast, I might either go to the top to try and secure things up there if the sail's flapping around too much, mm -hmm. or see if I can see from the top a direction of where the storm is calmest to direct us towards perhaps where to get out of the storm. Yep, okay, I like that, yeah, go for the second one. So acrobatically trying to get to the top of the, sail. Of the mast. Oh, yeah. 15? Yep, that passes. You manage to definitely grab a hold of collections of ropes that are tied around it and drag yourself up almost like a ladder to the very top. You almost balance almost with your feet like some kind of goblin on top. You look out over the sea and you do see actually just off to the left from where Haley wants the course to be, actually there seems to be some light off in the distance there uh, and you can see the storm breaking up slightly. And I assume. <laughs> Haley, the, the storm is breaking that way. We can get out of the storm if we head there. She hears that and turns to, um, turns to Drago Real out of course, this way, this way, we're heading this way now. And she's taken that on board, thank you very much. Shadar, background to you, what would you like to do? Well, this is quite questionable, but I'm going for one that I've got a better proficiency in. You're going to jump <laughs> off the boat. No, I'm going to take note of the routes that the fish are actually taking to try and steer a safer route through what they all know is coming, because I have better animal handling. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for where animals are. <laughs> I, I, I basically keep to fish. I'm keeping my eye out for the routes that 
the fish or sea creatures are taking when they're popping up to the sea. So they will be going the safest route because they will be very used to it and I will just be trying to advise. Just say what animal handling can be used Alien. to do that. It's great. You know what? I, I love that. that. I love that. Yeah, 100% roll for that. It's literally like, can you impress me? I'm going to let you roll for it. That's fucking brilliant. Yeah, go yeah, for it. Yeah, damn straight. Watch him get in that one. Oh, no. Don't say that. 17. Seventeen. That's a pass. And you do, you manage to look over after watching Tyler get absolutely clocked with it. You go and tend to her, but you look over into the water and you can see, again, the fish fish deep below and actually some larger animals swimming off into the direction that the boat is now actually turning to as well. But at, yeah, so you manage to kind of correct, correctly identify the room which you're aiming to go, absolutely. That is another success, finally, to finish off. Or maybe not, well, either way. Yeah, this is the last one actually dragging, only get one, unfortunately, because it's one of the five. That's fine, I, I um, succeeded. Claude. Okay, with one hand on one oar and the other hand trying to splash water with the other one, I'm going to do a religion trick and try and say a prayer to the master to see if he can convince any of his friends to maybe have a whale knock us in the right direction or have a tide or a burst of a favourable wind in one direction or like a random bit of driftwood comes back that I can use as an oar. So some kind of David Some sort of a help. Really okay. divine intervention. I love it. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. That's a nine. Oh, no. Kneel down and pray to your person, you well, lose the other oar. <laughs> lose the oar, you, you lose the other oar. Uh, and you, you're praying, you're praying, you're praying. You don't hear so much of an answer, but kind of a... You know it's a bit of a weak ask, really. It's nothing kind of game-changing for you, so mm. he doesn't. they don't really pay any attention mm. to your mm. requests, and that is our third... And the fact that going to mock you for the failure of religion, he doesn't believe in gods anyway. The rest of the journey carries on along this kind of route. You manage to eventually get out, but it's sloppy, it's messy. Tyler is really quite badly out of her head. Haley is knackered. She's got massive cuts up her, up her hands from pulling in the ropes and letting go. Everyone's battered and bruised. Um, that was three failures uh, to the four successes you have. So you all take 20 hit points of damage. Healthy is down. I've got eight left, actually. <laughs> Spare the dime. He doesn't have to roll safe. Yeah, he doesn't have to roll stabilize safe. We'll imagine that you're, you're stable. I'm alive. I was just uh, thinking that Elthir was down. No, oh, well, eight that's why I said I'm down. No, oh, he, he, said, he said Elthir's down, because Elthir oh, only has wow. 51 hit points normally. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still good. You I'm, also have, we'll have one level of exhaustion. Okay. Oh, oh shh. Oh, Don't remind me. Well, I need to remind myself of What's the bad condition for exhaustion? If you get to level two, that's when things go badly. Two is your speed is hard. So two, yeah, two is... Enjoy that cloud. Uh, two. Uh, so we're at disadvantage on ability check and our speed is halved. What's three? Uh, three is disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws. Four is hit point maximum halved. Five is your speed reduced to zero. Six, you're dead. And the last one is another point of exhaustion. So Claude, you're on three points of exhaustion. Everyone else is on two points of exhaustion. What has happened? No, you said last... extra. You said. Yeah, we've so already all on two. The one fail, no, the one failure was twenty HP. The second okay. failure was one level of exhaustion. The third okay. failure was another level of Fine. exhaustion. So, you're so the three of you, so Drago, Elthir, and Ched are on two points of exhaustion. Yeah. Claude, you're on three points of exhaustion. What happened closer to the end of the journey was that the boat actually did that. One of the arms of the boat snapped, and actually the boat capsized. Um, so everyone's alive but boat no longer exists and you then had to basically swim to shore, hence why you got that next point of exhaustion because you've been you've spent eight or five or three or four hours swimming mm -hmm. from where you were to the coast. Right, check back and buy me boat. 
How much gold do you think I have? Lots. You drag yourself, reminiscent almost of an earlier time, you drag yourself up onto the, the coastline of an unknown land for the, for the four of them, uh, not for Claude obviously, off to the left of where you are on this beachfront, you can see probably about a mile or so away a settlement off in the distance which Claude you would recognise as the settlement of Clay Peak. Great. So you're there, you're knackered, Talia's knackered, Haley's knackered, everyone's knackered. What do you have to do? If this was, if we never saw the sea again, I'd be happy. I, I happen to tend to agree with you, actually, Elfir. I'm. Oh, I thought, uh, I thought you were supposed to be some sort of sailor. Well, I am normally when there's only one or two people on there, but you put on a dragonborn and a dwarf and an elf you and can't a human. Call him that. Can I not? You can. We call them that. Okay. Oh, I've been calling them the wrong thing. Or... No, Helios, <laughs> you're fine. Oh, I scared me because your sword's very dangerous, and I don't particularly want to go on your bad side. I am a dragonborn. You're correct. Okay. Claude, as far as I could see, halfway down that trip, you just knelt down and did nothing. I I get anxious when I think I might die. I'm so glad that you're travelling with us. Waves are crashing. Down Perhaps we should the... go further up uh, uh, up the beach and. Maybe rest for a little bit. Let's try and find some driftwood and make a fire and rest. What time of day is it? Even a day and a half, so it's going to be about midday following. I think we can afford to rest until the next day. Agreed. Shader, can I have my axe back, please? I got you this pickaxe from the cave before I got locked in temporarily. Okay, Shader's actually going to grab the pickaxe and turn <laughs> the tree. <laughs> the axe turn. He's just going to keep the pickaxe on his side. A dwarf with a pickaxe. That's highly original. <laughs> a dragonborn with a big mouth. Also original. Shade after own shade, okay? Respect that. When do we get the tape measures out then, boys? <laughs> do you Tally get bullied off? Tali, shall we go and find some driftwood? Yes, I think that's a very good idea. Oh, right, oh, person. It's fine, there's plenty of the boat there, we can use that. Boats capsized. Off, off we had to, we had to be say, boats capsized, probably bits no, broke off. Gone, 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 gone. Yeah, it hasn't, yeah, hasn't, hasn't come in yet. You've been swimming for a couple of hours, hence, hence the exhaustion. Yep, so a couple of you can go off and are you just staying on the beachfront? Oh, just trying to find... Well, is there is there a more sheltered place up towards... I don't know. Up the beach. Oh, yes, there is. I find a cave. No, uh, no, no, you can search for them, bitch. Okay. Yes, uh, have a, have a, you can you can have uh, go with survival. Natural twenty. Natural twenty. Woo! You find a mansion on the <laughs> um, Looking up the uh, the beachfront, you see cliffs of a similar colour to those on which you expect on the Osborne Islands. You can probably tell that once upon a time these were connected in some way. I don't know. It's very similar rock forms, but you can see kind of oozing out bits of it. These not quite oozing out, but sticking out quite obviously. These kind of clay markings around the cliff fronts where sections between the stones are oh, this kind of clay that seems to just be leaking out a little bit very slowly but it built into the side of the cliffs you notice that the uh, the cliffs either side of you do kind of dissipate down into the middle and there is a path kind of leading up this seems to be a place that you assume maybe the smugglers use or something off the coast it seems quite well hidden and quite by luck that you found it really and as you work your way up you do come across just up into the side okay uh, yeah kind of bring yourself up into a small part of the forest uh, the beginnings of kind of dotted trees around and just off to your right you do notice a small kind of area of protected trees thick old trees oak trees and um, that sit on the coastline offer some protection from the weather which might be a place that you'd be interested in setting up excellent uh, can i see the group 
Yeah, they're just dying. I, 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 I shout area. down to the group saying, I found a shelter. That's all well and good, but Clay Peak's just over there. Yeah, how far away is Clay Peak? Probably about a mile away, but you can... Oh, I didn't realise it was that close. You... Claude, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how far is Clay Peak's? Uh, it, it's just there. Elphir! But I was thinking we're quite exhausted right now. Is it worth us resting up before we go? There's a nice pub called the Beggar's Hall there. I, I like it there. What's the journey like to Clay Peaks? Is there any monsters, well, we animals? We just walk along this beach. And... Anything to be aware of? Any reason for us to go carefully or can we just walk straight? I don't mind us walking. It's just whether we're t too tired to get well, there. Unless, you know, you brought Ericast with you in that book that you like. Ericast is not the only danger that can befall you, Claude. You cannot be that simple-minded. Is the journey to Clay? Peak. Peak. Are you simple-minded? Easy <laughs> to I get to. I told you it was Clay Peak a couple of minutes ago and you can't finish words. Okay, well... Which direction is I imagine it'll take about an hour to get there. It's, yeah. it's right there. Okay. And I start walking in the direction that you pointed. Which is along the beach, is that where you yeah. would say? Yeah. You were going along? Yeah, I was going along. Going along. Going She's there knackered, kind of... Kind of following directly behind Drago, kind of sometimes when he's not noticing, grabbing hold of his, his statue, just kind of pulling pull, pull us off along. She's never been this tired in her life. As we're all walking along along the beach front, it follows round, we follow the path around the beachhead and it lends itself to a nice long stretch of, of sand along this front. You can see just off to the distance, not too far now really, are the beginnings of these kind of jutting out ports where you would tie boats up to. The water calms the further around you get here as well, so you, you feel you're away from the um, barraging front of the open seas, and now this is a more kind of protected, maybe cove-esque feel to the area. You do see the jutting out, what are they called? Piers? Jetties. Jetties, thank jetties, you. Piers, jetties or... of seven jetties that stick out along the clay peak front. At this time of day, there are a couple of boats. There aren't many, though. Similar boats to the ones you've seen that Halia had, and you can see smoke rising and people walking around, getting about their daily business. By this point, it's probably about two, three o'clock. The rain is still coming down. It doesn't seem to deter anyone from their work, you can see, off at the moment. I would say that they're not regular visits from non-humans in this part of Sleep Guard. So... The Drumblem. I don't want to say a word what makes you more angry. I'm just going to slightly whisper over to him. Drago. Bless you. <laughs> Are you saying that Drago might stand out? Well, yeah. Drago looks up and down at his seven and a half feet stance and going to... And what can I do about that? Oh, nothing. We're just... Out. Have you considered a mask? I brought one here. This is the true application of a mask you didn't seem to know earlier. You put this on your face, people might not know what you are. Can I take this mask? It's the stone mask with it. half crescent eyes that you've seen that was in the place that Ericast was in, stuck up in the wall. Er, uh, Elva had a look at them and I didn't really say anything. Okay, I take the mask. That you, you give me the mask? Yeah. And I. Throw it into the ocean! Okay, as you, can. roll a dexterity throw for I'm disadvantage now. <laughs> you have a disadvantage. Well, that was a 14, and that's a 9. You really want at least a 1. <laughs> Where is my. Uh, at the top. Right at the top. Oh, 3. Uh, so, uh, 12, yeah, 3 plus. Uh, yeah. Okay, you pass it then. Yeah. 12. You manage to just lob it 
off into the into the distance and whoop, he falls into the air. And I then just pump. silently carry Where's this pup? It's in the port. Okay. Good luck. Good luck. Do you want to take us to the, the bar? Yeah. He does that. He might get stabbed. It's fine. Captured <laughs> or sold into the zoo. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. He's my pet. He's very obedient. He'll come back. Alright. Did I hear that? No. No, you didn't, you're too far away. <laughs> also, they'll probably assume that you're very rich. So That's fine. Watch your pockets. Okay. So as we all approach Sleep Guard, uh, sorry, Sleep Guard, the clay people, well, we are approaching the Sleep Guard. You walk along and come across the drugger, you're first. You come across the port and again, the rain is falling, but doesn't seem to deter anyone there. Again, when we're wearing similar kind of waxing covers to their to their shawls to kind of protect them from the rain. They're working about the business like any uh, any other day. Um, they seem to get a lot of rain around here, as you can tell. I've put my hood up so that people can't see my elf ears, just in case. You know, Your what? My coat covering up my elf. Ears. Gotcha, yeah, okay. So I just like a, a cloaked figure rather than an elf. Yeah. As you're walking in, people do kind of stop and look at Drago and also at Shadon. They kind of say things to each other and then kind of get about their work. No one really seems to bother them too much. You see a series of rickety but relatively well put together, almost looking like Tudor-esque looking buildings with kind of high pointed roofs really aiming to get the rain off as quickly as they can. Buildings are slim, buildings are two to three stories high, usually dirt paths um, throughout. You can see behind it and off around it you can see other sections of forest behind it as well. Off to your right when you look back and up from where you've come you do see the land start to level off ever so slightly and you see uh, a lot of kind of um, misty weather over to the, to the far side. But the city, uh, the town itself, um, as Claude has rightly said, is kind of split into these two miles, the Port Quarter and the South District. As you walk through, Claude leads you through this central street uh, from the Port Quarter. You can see selections of people, all humans, wearing these, these clothes. It's a bustling minor economy with people, minor economy, but also a minor economy. They seem to be moving a lot of this clay <laughs> no, not small people. Uh, moving a lot of this clay around, it seems to be a big trading point. You can see them shaping it, moving it. You can hear the, uh, a kiln fire being fired up as well, a bit of a cheer that goes around with that as people are selling pottery, selling elements like that around. Some are just selling clay bricks. The rain continues to patter down as you head further and follow them, Claude, to a small... Well, actually, it's a, a modest-sized building in the kind of central area of the port, uh, port quarter. Within there, it's two big double doors that Claude pushes open with his hunchback self. I love that you have a hunchback, by the way. It's brilliant. Pushes open with his hunchback self and steps inside, and the heat hits you, and the warmth and the, the sound of laughter from inside kind of bustles out. You realise then it's been a while since you've been in a in a place of civilization. A few days, at least. At least. And that feeling is quite a, a safe secure feeling. Um, as you do walk in, there are again a couple of, it's not like the loot stop and everyone stares at you, but there is a half second where strangers, you get the feeling, especially Elfie with your high perception. How is your perception's good? Isn't it cool? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. your perception good? You'd probably notice that. Passive 18. Yeah, 18. Oh yeah. You both notice that, that, that it's not a look of her races, racism, <laughs> but just uh, strange people we haven't met before, we don't trust them. So the same feeling you would get walking through the town, even if they were 
You see uh, a series of round tables dotted around and a big hearth fire in the middle of the room, which isn't really protected very much. It's just there in the middle of the pot, dangling over it. The flames are way too high all around and just kind of charring it. You probably assume there's nothing in there. There's no music playing, but this room is warm and close. There's small subsections of men uh, in different corners, and there's a small maybe teenage boy behind the bar. He's a little short, so he's trying to wipe the bar down, but it's just about his head and shoulders that seem to stick out above above the table. He looks over at you. you. You you're coming in? How tall is the ceiling in this place? Tall enough that you can stand, but yeah, if you I'm try to... Stooped. No, there's a couple of inches okay. before you would be kind of ceiling height. Though you would have to be careful that there are a couple of beams on the ceiling, so if you try to jump or swing a sword above your head, um, ah. it would it would catch in the ceiling. You would do that. Uh, this place do rooms for the night, you know? I stayed here. Yeah, on before I got on the boat, what sunk? They're they're quite nice. Uh, the beds might be a little bit small for you. Um, Are you talking about the rooms? And suddenly the small boy is literally like at your feet, looking up at you all. Do you want to stay here? I've got a couple of rooms available. Hello there. I uh, recognise you. Yeah, you served me a fantastic pint of milk when I was last. Milk. Yes, you were the milkman. I remember milk. that. You wanted milk. I, I gave you milk. Can okay. I, can I have another mug of milk? And can we get some ale? Do, you, and yeah, do you do ale? I do ale. Do your largest ale. One large ale. Two large. large ale. Three, two large ales and one cup of milk. Anything? Would you like? Carly, what do you want? Um, just, just some. I'll have an ale. Just a regular size one, not a big, a big boy one. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't got a dick to measure. Halia, you look behind. Halia isn't with you, actually. Oh. Halia, did she's just kind of not there? Oh. Where's Halia gone? Don't know, I thought she was with you. I go out into the street. She's not there either. You look up and down. When did she go? I don't know, I don't... don't... I'm asking the DM. Oh, right, when did she go? When would I have noticed... Being alert, when would I have noticed she left? The last time you remember seeing her, physically seeing her, was as you approached the port district. So when you first kind of hit civilization, amongst the people there, there were a couple of people that were kind of moving around and moving through. Oh, well... Fair enough. Go back inside. We'll take. <sighs> so this is uh, two large ales, one glass of milk, one regular ale. Two glasses of milk. Would you like a hand? Please. Um, wait a minute. I'm really confused. Two big ales, one milk, one regular ale for why, the. Why? Why don't you do the food? Okay. And I, I'll drinks. I'll do drinks. Yeah. I don't know if I trust you behind the bar. I don't know if I trust him behind the bar. Not after last time. What happened last um, time? I, I drank all the milk. You drank all the milk. And there was none left for the potatoes. None. So the potatoes were really dry. I'll just stand here and remind you of the order. You keep the drinks in your head, I'll get them. Did you want some food as well? Yes. yes. Let's do some food. We do some grape mutton, we do a selection uh, of... Just veggies. give us a selection of your food finest food. Finest food. What you think is the best, give to us. Do you have money? Sorry to ask, but some people don't and then there's... We have a lot of money, you'll be fine. Elthir, pay the man. Uh, Sorry, Shadar? wrong one. Shadar, pay the man. <laughs> Are you Shadar? Shadar. Shadar. The man with the gold cloak, because the rest of us look poor. He's royalty. Oh, Sir Shadar. <laughs> Royalty. Lord Shadar. Yes, I, that's better. Yes. King Shadar? Not King. Ne- Lord. Definitely not King. Lord Shadar. Which kingdom are you from, Lord Shadar? I want to know this too. There's a place called Rondo. I'd be surprised if you heard of it. It's... Oh, so it's not from around here then? It, it's not a local It's somewhere place. to yeah. the west. 
Somewhere to the east. Sorry. Is it somewhere to the east? I get confused. South. Very, very south. We're taking rooms as well. No, we're from the north. You're from Tralak. You don't sound or smell like someone from Tralak. Rooms. we take rooms. Food. Ale. Milk. Right. Okay. You sit down. Are you the one in charge here? I I am today. My name is Braddon. Okay, Braddon, we'll sit down. Okay. I'll get you. My dad runs the inn, and he's not well, so I'm I'm running it. Okay. Today. Good lad. That's yeah. Elf man. He turns around and starts getting things, and he gets he gets two okay. pints of milk. I'm sitting on. He gets two large ales. He gets two glasses of wine, and he kind of puts them all on the table. And I'll bring over the amended order of anything he missed. Oh, as I see him. Yes, yeah, so you get the small. Yeah. So there's too many drinks now. He's looking at them, going, mm, "There's too many." Oh. I take um, take some wine. Both I'm going to take a wine. Large ales and uh, start drinking them. One joking. He then goes back off into it and starts prepping some food, which takes a while. And he sticks his head out. I'll be, I'll, I'll be a few minutes. Claude, can you just watch the bar? I'll Make sure no one takes anything. I'm, I'm just. My mum's a bit. She needs a hand with the meat, and she off, off he goes back to. To, to um, sort that out. So the table that you're sat at is quite close to where Claude is at as well. So you're all kind of in earshot of each other. <laughs> Talia instantly sits down and just slumps on the table. She grabs a drink, which is one of the milks, and just uh, she starts drinking that and sitting there kind of propping her head up a little bit. Claude. No, sorry. <coughs> Claude. Are you joking? <laughs> <laughs> the beer. Just, it's the beer. I don't think you should drink that stuff. Um, it's very bad for precision work. Great, and when I need precision work doing, I'll be sure to come to you. Thanks, I could do with mending my um my trousers. Do you do you do need work? Yes, I can absolutely mend your trousers. Thank you. No problem. Where are they? On my leg. I'm not <laughs> right, do you want to take them off then? No, I told I got in trouble once for doing that. I can't do it again. <laughs> so maybe later on, That'll you come to me, give me your trousers. In the morning, <laughs> they'll be fixed. I'm very glad I met you. I'm sure you'll think that in the morning too. <laughs> Cloud, you're from around here, aren't you? Claude. Claude. Kyle. Clouds are in the sky. <laughs> Claude, there were nasty clouds on the you're, way You're up. from you're, you're from around here, aren't you? You're Somewhat, yeah. yeah. Sure, Have Cloud. you ever heard of the Sword Coast? Sword Coast. Yeah. Sword Coast. Sword Coast. I, I don't think this is important. More importantly, okay. how do you live here? I don't live here, this is a pub. <laughs> is your master from around here? No. Right, what are we doing here? What's the plan? Resting up. Do you want to Obviously. drink your frothy beer? What are we doing after? I don't know. What's our heading? I don't know. Right, oh, maybe we should discuss it. that. Maybe we should figure that out. Ericas is dead. Despite what you think. I don't think he is. <laughs> all I know is we need... I know, or I remember, I'm sure, I'm sure we all do, that we were told we need to find the Order of Whispers. That's all very good. Cloud, do you know what this Order of Whispers is? Already. I'm going to go to Bleakmore once I rest. Why? Up. You could come there. Well, that's where the Academy is. I like this idea. Might have, might have many more knowledge than I... We, we, and we might be able to leave this one. Points to Cloud. Behind. Which, which, which academy? Well, it's a Hailstone Academy. It's a Hailstone Academy. I yeah. like that idea. Okay. As this conversation is taking place, um, 
Brandon's brought through some food and lays it all out, which you can just engorge. So that kind of meats and pork, some lamb, most of them kind of stodgy, groundy vegetables, turnips, uh, swedes, potatoes, and the likes all kind of mashed up around it. Um, you can see why they need the milk, because this is buttery and milky mashed potatoes kind of put around the edge of this um, mutton as well. And it's all there, he's looking at it for a second. Okay. Was there anything else you needed? No, you did a good job. Yeah, thanks. And then rooms. Rooms! Yeah, how many? Uh, it's one silver piece a night. I've got seven rooms available. One of them's already taken, so... Uh, That's six. Six rooms. That's quick maps. It was, wasn't it? Shade We need five, I think. Five rooms. One. No, it was two, one room. Three. I would four. like somewhere to sleep. Yeah, yeah, we need five rooms. Five rooms. That will cost you... One, two, three... Five, five silver, silver pieces. Silver piece. I almost got there. Thank you for your help. Um, so... I'll get the keys. Thank you. I'll get. That's what you do. You need Drago to will help. Drago will provide the funds. Who's Drago? Not Drago. Shader provide the funds. Who's Shader? Oh, this guy. The, the Lord. Lord. Lord don't forget his title. He gets very angry if you don't give him his title. I've heard lords get angry like that. Lord Shader. He bows his head a little bit. Will you provide the money so I don't get in trouble with, with Dad? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Lord Shader. And he bows again and then turns around to leave to go fetch the keys. You didn't mention you were a lord. He's very important. What yeah. kingdom do you command? <laughs> we just had this conversation. Alpha is like, just, oh, you said this already. Alpha is <laughs> going to drink one wine and he's going to pick up the second wine. Shayna is not going to say anything. You're going to grab the second milk that's on there and just slide it in. No, the second milk is in Tali's hand. I've got the what? Are got you the in the milk trade? <laughs> you should be. No, no. Um, Has anyone ever told you you're really annoying, Claude? That's been said once or Has twice. I, yeah. I, I, just thought... I used to think it was a compliment, and then someone really explained it to me. And then, then not... it, yeah, just. It's oh, not, is it? It's not a good thing. But to we're be. in the presence of royalty. I don't think you can slang insults around. Okay, I need to gamble. I'm gonna get up from the table, and is there? I'm gonna survey the room. Is there anything happening that um, looks like a good time, a party, anything away from Claude? You look around and you see two folk up in, up in the corner, uh, sat discussing in some really quite stern tones to each other, talking quite stoically about something that's happening. They seem to be lots of kind of hand finger pointings and bang, bang, not fingers on the table and pointing at each other. No, you in one corner. Across the side, you see one man sat alone, just kind of rubbing his head. Up at the bar, you see another another woman actually just stood there. She's just come in from the rain. She's dripping wet. She takes her hood down and tries to order a drink, but again, she just looks tired and after a drink. As you're surveying the room though, these doors, these big doors to the tavern just poof, burst open and you see a very wet, when he doesn't have a cloak up or anything, a man in some kind of tabard again, not the same as the one that um, Claude is wearing but with a different sigil on the front and he's standing there looking round and he looks over at Brandon and says, well, as, 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 well, and Brandon goes, no, no, he's still not here, I haven't, still haven't seen him, has any, have you? Seen who? D- the guy, uh, I've forgotten what his name is. So, uh, what, who, Sergeant, who are we looking for again? He's, uh, uh, Captain Trelanis. Yeah, he's not here. He's not here, Captain Trelanis. No, fuck. And he goes and starts to make his way out again. And then just sighs and turns and uh, carries on what he was doing previously. Claude, do you recognise the sigil on that man's armour? Oh, yeah, he's the guard. Four. Clay Peak, the word you can't pronounce. <laughs> Fair enough. Brandon, the little boy. Brandon. Brandon, what was that about? 
Oh, it's that's that guy, Sergeant Lombard. He he's the he's the he's the leader of Clay Peak at the moment. He seems a bit protrude. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Protrude is a good word. He is a bit upset with things that are happening at the moment. What's happening? Well, he's not actually the leader. And have they lost the captain? I assume he got lost. He has. Captain Drillanis. Now he is a really nice guy. He's a bit older. He doesn't flap as much. He's a bit calmer, and he's been captain for quite some time. And he disappeared. What? How? Bays in the wind swamp. Okay. Where's that? What's that? Is he stuck in the water? No, I don't know. He just didn't come back one time. They went looking for some undead. And then that was it. And then he went, you know. Is there a problem with undead? Around here. <laughs> kind of they're not. giggles to himself, he's like, yeah. they're, from, they're from the Osrin Isles. They don't, the light hasn't reached them yet. So I've got to speak slowly. You speak slowly, right. and don't call him anything. Don't call don't, him the, the one that looks like a lizard, don't mention the L word. In my eyes, he's li- you're literally sat right next to him. And <laughs> <laughs> he can hear everything that's been said. Dragon's got a twitch in his eye that started to develop ever since he's met Cloud. And it just... Every now and then, it's just <laughs> twitching. That's the PTSD song. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Brandon kind of goes, well, I'll tell you all I know. And he grabs a stool and he sits on it and the table's kind of, again, kind of chin high and his chin's just sitting up on it. And he looks over at Talia and goes, can I have some of the milk? And she goes, oh, fucking whatever. And just passes that, kicks the milk, puts it down. So what we've got is, wait, what was the question again? They blight. want to know about the blight. Is this the Embassy Blight? Emberscar Blight. Embercar they say Blight. things funny on the Osrin Islands, don't they? They are weird. Basically, One of them tried to kill me because I caught Oh no, this is not fun though. Emberscar Blight. Basically, what happened was, a few years ago, in the forest, <laughs> skeletons and stuff appeared. And they just started killing everyone. And they took over, like, Svenberg Citadel, the Camden Forests, and the fortresses there. And they're all dead. And this became the Twelfth Kingdom because there's something about thirteen kingdoms. How do you know about the kingdoms? Yeah, it's a funny thing. We were told this. Oh, sorry, we were told this by Harlia. Yeah, that's yes. right. That's right. I know yeah. this. But excuse me, but the, we're still we're still not letting them win though because we've got our captain. We've got um, Lucian. Your captain is missing. No, no, the actual good captain. So is this is this blight near here then? Blight or, anywhere. or is it everywhere? It can be anywhere really, but Oh it just pops up. Does yeah. this tie in with Ericas? And I'm looking at you. I don't know. Is this why you were sent to kill him? Well normally I kill people who are associated with the undead. So if I've been sent to kill him, it's probably got something to do with it. <clears throat> well how far is this forest that you said? And I mimic the motions that the little boy did, throwing the hands up in the air, the poof, the blight. Oh, um, oh, it's a bit far. It's on the eastern, eastern bit of the islands, north, south. East. Yeah, the eastern bit of, of Sleekguard. We're at the north at the moment. And this blight started from there. Yeah, popped out of the ground, boop, and it just, it just appeared. But we've got Spiritmon Redoubt. That's, that's, that's where we, that's where they stay. We're doing all right. We think we're winning I against think we them. Are. I'm training to go fight them myself. Are you? Mm. Are you, you want? I'm from the academy. Is this the hailstorm? Hailstorm surge. Yeah. Yeah, they fight them. They're at the redoubt with Lucian. 
he's leading there, there and the Obsidianus, they're there as well. It's a whole thing, uh, everyone's coming together, it's great. I heard there's kingdoms from the south coming down now too. No way. Yeah. That's amazing. I never thought that would actually happen. Do all these kingdoms normally work together? No. <laughs> I killed many people from other kingdoms. Right. Prisoners, spies. Farmer. Especially the Drillac. But who? Drillac. Sneaky. Sneaky. Oh, sneaky. You never know when they're going to have it. Snake people. There's a great story. There is a guy. Where yeah. is he? Different. Ah. Bleakmore? I think he's a bard. He wanders around. He's a small folk. Like you, but not as fat. Sorry. What does that mean? I mean, like, he's a small. He's like, if you take a human and you shrink him down, like me, like a child, but like not, he's an adult and he's got a beard and a moustache thing. He's a small human, he tells these stories, and he's been there, he's been there, and he came back, and he goes around telling the stories of all of Blight Bane and everyone, all the big battles that have taken place. So I really recommend him. I don't know where he is. Has there. he been Clapey before? No. I keep writing to him, but I don't know where to send the letters, so I just send him to, to Goldview and just hope for the best. You're quite good at telling stories. Goldview's the seat of government, isn't it? Yeah, it's the capital. It's the capital. That's all I know. Okay. Um, Can I? Sorry, carry on. I was just going to move move something on, but if you've got something to uh, say. The, earlier, when I was looking around, when Drago was looking around the bar, he saw two characters pointing in deep conversation. Mm. Can I go over to them, please? Okay, absolutely. Go, gentlemen. They both look up at you in a bit of shock, bit of disdain. Evening, gentlemen. How are we doing? Fine. You seem very on edge. We're having a conversation, a private conversation here. Come Absolutely. On. I didn't know if there was anything I could do to help you. You seem a bit perturbed about something. Well, who are you? I'm Drago. Hi. Um, well, I specialise in helping patrons out. Grendel, do you want to tell him? And the other one kind of looks up and he's... What's your names? There's one of them is Grendel. Grendel, G-R-E-N-D-A-L, and the other one is uh, Crestel, C-R-E-S-T-A. Grandon, couple of ales over here. Thank you. Uh, Grendel kind of looks up a bit, and uh, he's old, haggard, old man with a long grey beard, and you can see his eyes are just wet with tears as he kind of looks up at you. He just kind of, it's my son. Who's your son? Forgive the forwardness, but this seems like a serious situation. It's Drulanus, he's the, ca he's the captain here. It's, it's our own problem. We'll deal with it the way we deal with it here. We're going to go out looking for him. We're just trying to agree on a route to go through the swamp to find him. We've tried twice now and it always ends the same way. So we're just trying to figure out another way to approach. <sighs> okay, I understand. And I'm not going to press you too much for this, but me and I point to the rest of the group. And those guys over there were extremely well-trained and hard-fought warriors and I'm, I'm gonna leave you now but if you were to request our aid as long as it was mutually beneficial we may be able to help you out and with that I get up from the table and I walk back to the they didn't say anything they just kind of look deep in conversation with each other for a little bit and then uh, Grendel stands up and just shouts over Drago uh, he kind of nods at you begrudgingly for a second. Go speak to the sergeant. He'll have some more information for you. If there's anything you can do, we'd be in your debt. I uh, will, thank you very much. 
but that he sits back down and turns to him always you see the stress in his face release ever so slightly knowing that his burden might be assuaged by another I've never known Drago actually use his real name in a bar before I know it's normally always yeah. else. Um, <laughs> it will me with, with, with that kind of return over to the table you know your one good deed done for the day drinks continue and Brendan continues to tell you tales he spins you awkward and is there a temple to the gods in this town no there's no there's no gods around here there no. does seem to be some unrest in this town I might have found us some work and a head in works good in the meantime do some good around here maybe I think the more we us. find out about this place the more we can help find Robin and if we endear ourselves to the locals they might be able to help us with working out things from agreed yeah. is that us are we the locals Yes, yes. So, yeah. Oh, and I'm a local. Yeah. Oh, no one's ever called me that before. He smiles and kind of up he gets, takes him up with him. Um, we're going to need a few days rest, though. I think, um, I think it's best that we retire for the night. Yes. Um, where's our rooms? Brandon has already kind of given you a bunch of keys that have little um, iron locks, uh, iron keys on them with a little iron sigil with the number of each room. Um, you, he pointed you just, it's just down a hall and the doors are just off to the side of the door that shuts in it. Um, you need to sign yourselves a room uh, and you turn in for the night in these relatively simple but warm and secure, safe and cosy rooms for the night. With your eyes shut, you can finally relax for the first time in quite a while for all of you. I think we'll hold it there for yeah. this session. Thank really you very much. Amazing. Thanks, really good work. Awesome. Yeah, that was a real good session. Very RP heavy. I love it when it gets like that. No fighting again. Does, does our uh, ex- short, uh, exhaustion... Exhaustion? Exhaustion. Oh, geez, one, wow, level, I can't one level for every long rest. For every long wow, the next few sessions are going to be interesting. Why I said basically we need to long rest. Spend a day here, another long rest, and we're ready. Well, we'll see how it plays out next time. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you wanted to follow us at Twitter to find our... At Twitter. Well, if you wanted to follow us on Twitter, at Twitter, same thing. And to keep up to date with the podcasts and any news and updates. And I've said updates too many times. I am knackered. Don't know about <laughs> you guys. Jesus. You can follow us at The Fellowship. And then you can follow us individually if you so choose. Uh, Robin's not here, but you could find him at the Darren Page. At the no, at Darren Page O six. Oh, uh, and you can follow me at iRoldo one. Follow me at hastily rolled DM. Come follow me at bd twenty gamer. And you can follow me at natural twenty will. Danny, have you got anything sorted yet? Yeah. You could follow me at some point in the future. Hey, not that street or that night. That'd be weird. <laughs> I like to think that you, you might have Danny. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. All right. Until next time, guys. Farewell. Oh. 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 Oh.